0: What you're about to listen to as part of the PodGods Network. If you go to podgodsnetwork.com, you'll find other great shows there too. Have a nice day. My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit.
1: another episode of 88 miles per hour i am one part of host or ho- hostesses <laughs> Sanch and as a. am renata join oh you didn't even let me finish say and join
0: because you were stuttering and well, i, wanted I to
1: was say- stuttering then i tried to fix myself this is the the sick cast today because we are sick so it's a special sick edition because both Renata and I are horribly sick. As as you can tell, I don't have my thirteen year old voice today. I I sound like an actual man.
0: You do, and I was. He actually hates that. Why do you hate that so much? I actually told him today that you rather be considered a thirteen year old boy than a grown man voice.
1: Like,
0: <laughs> I don't understand that.
1: Well, I don't know. I just, it, because every guy has a voice that's like, just, it just sounds like this. There's nothing special about it, you know, unless I become a singer, like Barry White or something, you know? You want to like,
0: be the new Jerry Lewis. You want to have like that, eh, yeah. eh, <laughs> voice, like, you know, <laughs> we, don't, we don't know who Jerry Lewis is. He was in the first, um, was what, what it, um, uh, Dr. Dr. Professor. a professor and he was like in shows with like movies with Timon. i actually watched one recently but i forgot the title of it i don't know that that was
1: yeah and he had a small baby cameo on it's a mad 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 world he just drives over the the what is this the police officer? i mean the chief's hat for some reason or something i don't know uh, I don't have you ever seen it's a mad 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 world
0: yes yes oh, i did
1: i love that movie i have it on blu-ray i love that freaking movie what's
0: the is that the one, wait, I want to make sure, is that the one where, like, they have a show together, him and Dean Martin, and it's a stage show? No, or...
1: Dean Martin's not even in it.
0: Well, what's the one with Dean Martin and, and the one, like, they're both, um... I don't know. You don't know? My dad will answer that question. But not right now. But
1: <laughs>
0: I want to apologize. Well, we both want to apologize for us being extremely sick, and if we don't sound too good, then I'm, I, I don't I know what else to do. We'll feel better the next episode, but we actually get pretty mind-blowing that we both got sick at the exact same time and we live on two opposite sides of the united states yeah
1: you're you're over there in philadelphia with the you know the eagles over there in which they didn't make it to the super bowl sadly
0: (laughs) just shove it (laughs) and then what about we just figured out that we were um i don't know like go ahead, you you were saying something. And, and what
1: about your hockey team? Oh, I'm sorry. Who's the best right now? L.A. and Anaheim, both the Kings and the Ducks. Where where are your Flyers?
0: <laughs> First of all, you guys are not even a hockey like community i so don't care you,
1: we're you, still on, if you ain't first you're last
0: <laughs> can, I, can i just say something okay the fact that you're not a hockey community whatsoever and the fact everyone decided to jump on the bandwagon when the kings decided to get into the playoffs okay can i just say that when okay. they
1: decided no they earned it because they're good that's why and they kick when, uh-huh. when they
0: decided when Okay, honestly, they're not even worth anything. I'm sorry.
1: You know what's funny, though? I know you say that because you're like, oh, they're not a hockey community. It's actually pretty, like, Anaheim, like, over there, it's huge. The Ducks are massive. Like, there's there are real, like, that's the one thing I didn't, I I thought, like, because I'm not a sports guy, but I believe like you. I'm like, yeah, whatever. No But I see massive amount of fans when it comes to the LA Kings and Anaheim Ducks. So I was like, oh, wow, they do have a massive following. So that's cool. And they're kicking your guys' ass. So that's awesome, too
0: you don't know what the true definition of cold and snow and ice and hockey you well, don't know i know that.
1: i know cold you know i'm cold right now so oh
0: what what is it like 80 degrees right now or is, or no i'm sorry it's like 75
1: uh i don't know
0: oh, what are we going through right now like you know honestly let me check my phone really quick because i love the fact that the iPhones have the idea it is can-
1: right now 73
0: all right where you're at right now it is 21 degrees fahrenheit
1: <laughs> it's 70 degrees, 73 degrees for me hey i'm freezing because i'm cold i have a cold you know uh-huh. so uh, you shut your face <laughs> all right well you know let's get to the most important part of our show it is time for the shout outs fans Alright, we want to give out some special shout outs, but before, hopefully, before I say any shout outs, I hope I'm having internet issues, so I lost Renata much earlier, so let's hope that I don't lose her or she freezes up. But let's give out first shout out, gotta give it out to Marty underscore future boy. Um, Woo! Have no idea really who this person is. Well, they're playing it off as their Marty McFly, and their girlfriend is was zoe chanel yeah zoe de chanel <laughs> you know and and this person is a huge freaking back to the future fan and they post some like pretty interest interesting like facts about back to the future um it's really cool so they're on instagram so if you're a huge fan obviously like i mean if you're listening to this podcast chances are you you love Back to the Future, enjoy it, like it. Not sure. I mean, it's very rare when there's someone who loves the 80s doesn't love Back to the Future. So if you're a fan of Back to the Future, follow Marty underscore Future Boy. Uh, yeah, and then also, too, we want to give it another shout-out to Adam Barker, or is it Baker?
0: Barker. Barker. You can never say it.
1: Yeah, from Baker Podcast, um, we we are going to be featured on his network of shows on their website, so you'll be able to find us on, on uh, Barker Podcast or no Pod Gods, right?
0: Yeah, Pod Gods Network.
1: Yes, yeah, so the Pod Gods Network, podgods.com. dot com. So we'll be featured on their 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 whole collage of shows, and it's what's awesome about that is, that as I went through all their shows, it seems like we're the only '80s show. So I'm happy about that. So yay yeah, yeah, that's us.
0: the that's the different part. That's the cool part about it. So you get that little you know spice in that soup. Yeah. You know
1: I mean? Yeah, it's a it's a soup of a, a lot of geeky guy comic uh you know, kinda of nerdy shows. But then you got yourself an 80s show. And I know they do have a bunch of other shows. Uh so shout out to all those other guys and shows, but more so for Adam Barker, um, for just being, you know, cool and I mean he he's also a huge eighties nut and he's always giving us shout outs and listening to our show and I know he's probably listening right now, so Hello there, sir. Um Hi Adam. Alright, cool. So Renat, you got any um, shout outs
0: Yeah, I was actually um, saying that we wanna give a big shout out also to Rant Radio Network. Yes. We um ain't got the final say I think like, last week that we they were gonna run our show on the network. On the internet um,
1: the live our- part. The live yeah.
0: Like the actual recording part. Like we're actually like we're not the live show that they have, like, uh, Sanchez on Brothers Bear podcast, and they are a live broadcasting show. But what we do is we record it through Skype and we just send it in like regular episodes. But they gave they gave us full permission to do that. Well, actually, yeah. So yeah. we're gonna be on Rent Radio Network too. So
1: yeah, thank they'll be you streaming so it. They'll be streaming that part. Our MP3. Our uh, <laughs> my voice cracked. <laughs> the MP3 side of our show is gonna be through the Podcast Network. But if you wanna happen to s- tune in and. And here a, a, a streaming where like you want it, then that would be on the the Rant Radio Network side. But to download it, the only way you could find it is uh, finding us on through the Pod Gods Network. So that's yes. so that's gonna be awesome, you know. Um, I think it just it, I don't know how it really works, but I think it links it to iTunes or something like that. I don't know. Um, but yeah. So so that's how it's gonna be, brothers. I mean, brother. Oh my gosh, 88 miles is growing Thanks. and it's it's getting big and it's getting up there, you know. <laughs> um big like renata's teeth so it's gonna be an awesome show i'm kidding (laughs) rabbit (laughs) i'm kidding i just remember from last week you know they you didn't even know why they call you rabbit and you're like i like rabbits (laughs) (laughs) i'm kidding you know i tease that's the that's the relationship we have here it's like i'm the big brother and i'm teasing the little sister i never had a little sister so it's kind of fun that i get to tease her every now and again you know <laughs> <That was funny. laughs> all right cool so shoutouts are done so obviously before we get into the the main the main plot of our film the climax of the of the movie as they say we want to start off and 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 Renata has some well you know what go for it Renata I don't even want to say yours your segment so do it
0: Yes, because um, I want to save as much time as I can for, you know, the movie, and I just want to get this uh, really quick out there. Um, it, it's a semi shout out, semi, like, my fashion 101. Um, this oh. shout-out goes out to our, our pretty much our first fan, as we said before, like, last week, uh, 805Pete on Instagram, and he actually gave me a name, and it was called Renata's Cosmo Culture uh thank you for that i just um if you think of more names that'd be awesome i appreciate that name it's just um i i was thinking of something um something a little bit more different but it was very nice of you and if you can come up with more names um or anybody who wants to do that that's totally cool and you know i need to start thinking of names for myself too but i i yeah. just like
1: don't rely on others to do your work <laughs>
0: Yes, don't on others to do your work, and Sanchez's right.
1: But it's cool, uh, though. It is cool that he provided a name. Though, I know, what was it
0: called again? It was Renata's Cosmo Culture.
1: Cosmo. Because I think that's the part that, the Cosmo part, where you're like, eh, how about the, um, the Renata, you know, the culture aspect, I guess. But the Cosmos were like, Cosmo seems more like high-end you know model you know the magazine cosmo so i can see why it's like okay that doesn't really work because we we do everything we do from like the ghetto list of 80s fashion to like the high end fashion so cosmo makes it seem like we're only doing high end fashion so i could understand why it didn't work but well, again I mean, thank like, you for for sending it in uh 805 pete you're you're awesome
0: yes he he's very awesome thank you for responding to you know my message of help but um now going into my Fashion 101.
1: Okay, now so. it's time for the Fashion 101 beat with Renauds. Oh, man, I was trying to put the music.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, what I'm, since me and are both sick, I thought it would be a very funny but awesome idea to talk about, you know, the idea of a puffy coat. A puffy coat? A puffy coat. Okay. Because, of course, it is 21 degrees here in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. It is snowing out. We are going to have about 12 to 14 inches of snow. We probably most likely won't be having any school or work tomorrow. That was a little weather forecast for you
1: but it's a nice chill over here like the wind so it's kind of um
0: there's no chill it's 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 like sun don't don't listen (laughs) you're a californian you are a liar you don't know what cold is but anyway if you ever if you have seen um the goldbergs one of the episode was he had um adam goldberg had a puffy jacket and supposedly that was like the new and Thing to wear in the 80s, especially in a Christmas story. If you notice in the Christmas story movie where the kid falls down because he has such a big, puffy jacket on that he can't get himself up. So that was more of like an 80s, um, an 80s fashion, but it's actually coming back. They're very, like, they're big, they're poofy, and they're very colorful too like i've seen a lot of people a lot of hipsters wearing them and they're actually like coming back
1: now can i uh, let me ask a question here i mean well i don't i obviously won't know the answer but if you think about it because a christmas story was was filmed in the 80s correct right wasn't it like early 80s a christmas story yeah let's see because okay so maybe they had a, a a moment of of like yeah, yeah. 1983. Okay. And you're saying like you were referencing a Christmas story about the puffy coat and everything. But here's the thing. Did that really exist when that movie was supposedly supposed to take place? Because that movie is actually supposed to take place in what the the, the 50s, right? Or 60s? When does that movie is supposed to take place? I thought,
0: I, thought, I thought it was present day. I mean, I'm not a big, like, uh, Christmas story fan. I saw it yeah, literally twice it. in life. Yeah. So I figured it was considered I think it's the 60s
1: day. because it says right here that it's, the, it's based on the auto- autobiographical short stories on which the film is based on were originally published in Playboy magazine between 1964 and 1966. So that okay. means that... These, these are pro- these are supposed to take place during when he's a kid. Plus, if you think about it, at that point, they didn't have a TV. It's like the radio. They're listening to Little Orphan Annie. So, um, at that point, you know it doesn't take place in the 80s. It takes place before television. So, that do you think that the way, you know, the little boy, what's his name? Come on, Ralphie. What's his name? I, can't, I forget his name right now. I can't remember. I don't know
0: the story. Uh, <laughs> damn it. All well, I remember is that one part. Like I remember certain parts in my head, but um but it actually goes back to um everybody was wearing big puffy coats even in the eighties. Like I I made sure I was clear about it with my parents. If you guys haven't seen the last couple episodes, my parents grew up in the eighties. Yeah. And they so were out,
1: that was big in the eighties.
0: That was those big puffy in the 80s. coats.
1: So that's what I'm saying. Maybe they had a continuity error. Like, I just want to point out, this is perfect. There's a show called The Carrie Diaries. It's supposed to be like the prequel to Sex and the City. Show. Oh, you watch it? Oh, I love that show too. Uh, and, sec- and, and now here's the thing. In Sex and the City, they do the... I mean, The Carrie Diaries, it's a place in the 80s, right? So they have a lot of 80s references and that. The thing is, they've had a huge continuity error. There's this one early in the first season. Um, Mouse is holding a pillow... And it says Roxy on it. And Allie is the one that pointed that out. She's like, wait a minute. What the hell is that on oh, Ali's My Wife? And she pointed that out to me. She's like, "That no, Roxy, uh, uh-uh, that's a 90s thing. So I was like, all right. So I searched, researched it. Yeah, Roxy didn't even appear until the 90s. So right there was a huge continuity error. And also, too, there's this uh, recently in this season is where I forget the boyfriend's name. He he wants. He's starting to work with Tony Hawk. Wants to design skateboards, and the skateboards there aren't even the fat boards that they used during the '80s. So another continuity error. So that's probably a continuity error in the Christmas Story. Maybe that's an '80s puffy look, but they effed up, and maybe that didn't exist yet in the in the '60s. So I mean, I, I just want to know. You're saying that's real, and um, a lot of people are dressing like that now. It's like, how do you pee? I don't know. <laughs> but sorry no, for the no, no, no. I,
0: Like honestly, I was um on. When- the bus going back home and um, there was this guy and he, he was like sitting there and he was waiting for the bus like an average Joe and <laughs> I look at, that's a sick moment.
1: Yeah, I know. That's real. That was a good call though. Real thing but
0: um, I'm, I look over and I'm like, that reminds me so much of the 80s and I literally said it out loud to the point where he heard me. I was like, oh, I covered my mouth. <laughs> what a nerd. And, and then like he was like, yeah, he was like, I actually got it at a thrift shop. He's like, actually, they're coming back. And I was like, really? And he was like, yeah. He was like, this thing's extremely warm. He was like, I feel like I'm invincible in the snow. Like, I feel like I am the snowman. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, okay, that's what? cool. I mean,
1: <laughs> what a
0: dork. What?
1: I'm on, what a dork. <laughs>
0: i loved it though i mean like he would listen there was no shame in his game so it was all good
1: no that's you know and that's the thing man i'm you could add this to your fashion culture thing that thrift stores are huge right now man you could go people are like out there buying members only jackets that's from the freaking 80s man it's awesome like i don't want to say too much because maybe i'll enter like mess up on some of you what you have for your next little thing but yeah. yeah thrift stores are awesome so it's like everyone's shopping at them, and, and now it's just like the stuff that probably was like terrible then, even like some of the things where people were like, oh, this is embarrassing, like people want to wear now. I mean, it's sad, like hipsters are all into that crap. But yeah, so anyways, go for it.
0: I feel like I'm a hipster. I feel like I'm getting to that point where. No, I'm you're so- not a
1: hipster. If you're a hipster, I wouldn't be talking to you right now.
0: Why does everyone hate on hipsters? I just like, wanted to mess man.
1: with you. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm messing with you
0: it's real
1: to me i don't i you know the way i am when it comes to hipsters or any any genre as long as you're real i hate the fakes like i had a guy like back in high school i was always in black and all that people labeled me as a goth i never called myself a goth if i had to label myself something i would always say i'm just a rocker i like rock music but i was always in black but i knew this guy that would start wearing all black and he would go around saying we have my rooms painted all black and i'm like so is mine but i'm not going around telling people like shut up like dude no one cares like you know so i hate people like that like want to just attention if if that's what you're into hey be it man who cares you're a hipster you're not a hipster you're you're some like you know little raver kid you know club kid whatever you're goth you're you're a chortle like anything you want to be who cares as long as you're real that's what you are you know don't be a poser that's all i'm asking.
0: It's exactly. Like, I mean, if you really like the style, then that's what you're interested in. Like, to be honest with you, I love granny boots. And granny boots were very big in the 80s. What the hell and are
1: granny boots?
0: You never heard the, the saying granny boots? It's the, it's the long, like, brown, uh, high boot look, and, and it's pretty much tied all the way to the top of the boot. It's like, it starts in the middle. Yeah. It's what it's what uh, Molly Ringwald wore in. Oh, breakfast.
1: well, hey, there you go. Our new logo. We have ourselves a new logo. So right there, you want to know what granny boots are? Renata over here is wearing the granny boots in that image as she's dressed as Molly Ringwald, and me, as you can see, uh, I, I won't tell you, but I'm dressed as a certain character. If you figure it out, Renata will give you a hundred bucks. No, I just can't.
0: You no offense to our audience, but you have to be dumb not to figure. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I mean, or you have to be a little child saying, "Mom, Dad, what is he dressed up as?" Oh, honey, he's dressed up as. Psh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna admit it because you guys are probably looking for the answer. I'm not gonna give you that answer. You should know it.
1: Yeah, you should know it. If you if you obviously you're listen the day you moment you listen to this, go on our Instagram and just post who we are. I, just so we know that you listened to this episode, so I, I, obviously you would know the answer, and it's easy. But just go post and be like, "Hey, just heard your episode. Sanchez dressed as such and such, and Renata is dressed as such and such." You know, and we don't want to hear Molly Ringwald or Michael J. Fox. No, we want to hear their character, full character name. So yeah, yeah. If you need help? IMDb. it.
0: <laughs> well, um, all I'm saying is that that's the end of my fashion 101. I hope you guys. Took some really good thought into it. And what and the last thing I'm gonna say about the whole puffy coat thing, what I was trying to like overall say is that please dress warm. There's it, people are getting sick a lot. And I know I'm trying to sound like a mother here, but seriously, like you could hear it from me and Sandra right now. We do not sound good at yeah, all. Yeah,
1: we sound terrible, I swear. So
0: do yourself a favor. It's not embarrassing anymore, it's actually in, so go for the puffy coat. Just go for the puffy coat. Hashtag puffy coat on Twitter.
1: Yeah, <laughs> hashtag puffy coat, man. Stay warm. Because you got in the East Coast, everybody's freezing to death over there. And over here on the West Coast, Marceau, California, we're going through a drought. <laughs> you guys
0: so are still like, getting a suntan. Like,
1: shut up. <laughs> yeah, but we're dying over here because we're we we're in a huge drought. You guys have all this snow and, and freezing and we got we're we have a drought because there's no rain. It's like, what the hell's wrong with the U.S.? <laughs> it's like one side is like... You know, freaking dying of thirst. The other side is is drowning in snow, <laughs> so I don't but know. But
0: honestly, that's California for you. I mean, it's it's like anywhere in the East Coast here. Of course, we're gonna get like tons and tons of snow. I mean, yeah,
1: but it's worse because you guys have that polar vo- vortex or whatever it's called. The bear. yeah,
0: we do. Yeah, it, it, it's it's pretty bad because honestly, our our weather forecasters don't know what the hell we're getting. They yeah. have no idea. Like they're get, like people are thinking that okay, right now the average number for what we're getting is 12 to 14 inches but people say could be higher people could be saying it's it's probably like good now but the snow is gonna last it actually started from two o'clock okay if you're on the east coast it started at two o'clock this afternoon and it's gonna go all the way in till the next morning so that's how much snow we're gonna get
1: and that is the weather report by Sanchez and (laughs) renata no more 88 miles per hour podcast this is the weather cast
0: (laughs) I know. I was like, I just wanted to say it because I was just so intrigued. I was
1: like... Hey, who knows? But, it. it's, there's probably someone listening to this that's like, well, I want to know the weather. Well, yeah, I'll get a sweater and be warm. <laughs> awesome. All right, well, there we have it. We have Renata's fashion, culture, beat to the max, whatever, rad, radical. And now it's time to, every year... We always look into every year, every episode. I give you guys the number one song on the date the movie we're gonna focus on. So the movie we're obviously going into this, you already know we're gonna be doing Back to the Future. So before that, I'll get in. I'll I'll give you guys the number one song. So back in in July third of nineteen eighty five, the year that this movie was released, the day of the number one movie. I mean, the number one song at the time was Phil Collins with. Susu Studio. Come on, you guys know that, right? You know that song, Renata, Come on, you know it, right? Do you know it? You're like smiling, laughing, but you're not responding. Do you know it, right? Susu Studio. I think I don't
0: know. I think like on Come on,
1: I know you know that. Come on. Come on, Adam. You're a fan of the 80s. You say you love the 80s. I I bet you're dancing in your seat right now, Brandon. Look at that. (laughs) (laughs) Phil Collins' solo career. Number one song on July 3rd, 1985. Susu Studios. You know, Phil Collins. Come on. You have to... You know... Oh, here. This song. You have to know this song. Freaking... Ah! That's a commercial. (laughs) We're not going to give him any props on this, but... Let's see. Here we go. Skip ad. You all know it, ladies and gentlemen. This is Sanchez's Song of the Week.
0: Don't are crazy. <laughs>
1: oh, you didn't do it. <laughs> all right <laughs> i'll most likely trim that up on the editing side of it <laughs>
0: don't you dare
1: all right well then i'll leave it in but anyways ladies and gentlemen that was a long <laughs> pause that was like at what point that was three minutes and 32 seconds into the song i should have just fast forwarded it all the way through just to get yeah, that stupid think? drum section anyway i this you know we, we try to do this live in a sense for us this is we don't try to edit as much so yeah all right anyways ladies and gentlemen so yeah so like i said phil collins you know he he was originally in genesis you know and and then he went off and did his own little solo career and i believe like he's he's no longer being a drummer because of his back like he has horrible back problems that he can't even really sit at the drums and play the drums yeah i remember hearing about this like maybe like two two years ago or something like that i'm not sure uh i heard it on on the radio they're talking about like phil collins in the news and stuff like that um but he was a great drummer i mean hell he was a drummer, and he was the lead singer. I mean, how many lead singer drummers are there? It's kind of like lead singer bassist players, you know? Like, you got Thin Lizzy, right? He was a he was a bassist player, right? And you a lead singer. I could be wrong about that. <laughs> But, Is yeah. That,
0: honestly, I know a lot of drummers, and they say it, it's extremely hard to, like, play and sing at the same time because it's all, like, body motions like like let's say the microphone is on one side of the drums and your body has to like stay in one place and it's hard because it's it's just it's a lot of it's 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 very hard and the fact that you can do it all props to you
1: seriously yeah if you if you if you could freaking if you're a drummer because i tried drumming but trying to keep with the beat man that's freaking hard
0: I know, like, I mean, my friend has a drum set, and he, like, told me how to do a few things, but it's really hard, like, I mean, I'm just good at singing, that's all I am, like, I'll stick to my one instrument.
1: <laughs> <laughs> awesome, alright, ladies and gentlemen, we have come to the time, where are we at in time? Oh, perfect, this is perfect timing, alright, ladies and gentlemen, we are here, we are now about to get into the, the hour at hand, the moment of our movie of the week right we need a title we seriously need a title someone yeah we're like yeah we're
0: trying to give an epic title
1: yeah we need a a huge title yes ladies and gentlemen so we are going to talk about one of the greatest films of all time to me it's the my my favorite 80s movie And the reason why I say my favorite 80s movie and not my favorite movie of all time and why I said one of the greatest is because it is really up there, like, so close at number one, but it ends up being my number two of my ultimate favorite movie of all time. So, yeah. And a lot of you are like, whoa, what's your number one? Well... If you want to know what my number one movie is, head over to Brothers Bear Podcast, listen to that show, and you'll know my movie. Oh, <laughs>
0: you're such a tease. Oh, my God. <laughs> but let's...
1: Just, wait, what were you going to say?
0: I was saying, you made these people like, all excited to know you're number one, and you were like, ah, check out Brothers Bear Podcast. Like, it was like more like the, ah, check out Brothers Bear Podcast. And I'm like, oh, dude, come on. Like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm just teasing. All right, if you want to know my number one movie, you know what? Let's have, let's have fun right here. If you honestly do want to know comment on our instagram and say hey i want to know and i'll respond back with the answer because then that tells us hey someone's listening right there and they want to know so yeah so it's my number one movie and honestly if i tell you you're gonna uh, you could honestly agree with that and be like you know what you're right that is a really good freaking movie because i have yet to find one person who dislikes my number one movie it is such a great movie for all around reasons but anyways let's get back you know the reason why back to the future doesn't reach that number one status because there's there's a few issues i have with this movie but we'll get into it so Back to the Future was released back in July 3rd of 1985. I remember my mom rent- renting on Betamax Back to the Future cuz it was the one movie I didn't see in the theaters, but my mom did end up renting it for us. It was uh directed by Robert Zemeckis. I I honestly this isn't his masterpiece. His masterpiece is Who Framed Roger Rabbit. But for, you know, and I, you'll probably disagree with me, but I honestly when we talk about Who Framed Roger Rabbit, I'll tell you why That has to be Robert Zemeckis' huge masterpiece. It's also written by Bob Gale with Robert Zemeckis. And the music is done by Alan Silverster. I I know I I butchered his last name, but what's cool about this guy, he does really awesome scores. I know, Renata, you say you actually have the soundtrack to Back to the Future, right?
0: Yes, I do,
1: and it's a great soundtrack. Just like freaking, um, he also did the soundtrack for Who Tra- Who Framed Roger Rabbit. If you listen to both back to back, they almost sound very similar. But I like that 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 Robert Zemeckis tends to use this guy to, to you know you know produce his music. So originally, you guys know the story of Back to the Future, the plot, you know, young boy is for some reason friends with some old man doc. I mean, if you think about it, Renata, imagine you're a mother and you find out your son, who's in high school, is friends with a 50-year-old man and is hanging out with him at 2 in the morning. I would be like, what the hell is going on here?
0: <laughs> you know, what? back in the day, it probably wasn't a big deal. Nowadays, it's probably like, what the hell's going on? Why are you hanging out with a 50-year-old man? Like... <laughs> I mean, like, back in the day, it wasn't such an issue where, you know, molestation was big. So <laughs> No, I, I, it,
1: it existed. It's just because of the internet, it's way out there now, and it's much easier for them to pull it off because they could get kids and stuff. But it existed back when kids you, were being don't kidnapped. do you wish
0: you, you were best friends with a doctor, like, 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 a, like a mad scientist? I would. I would be over-obsessed every day. I'd be like, Doc, what's the new invention? Doc, what's going on? Like, I I would be obsessed. Yeah.
1: I have no issues with being fa- friends with the freaking doc. I just find it funny that no, like, did no one ever questioned that? Like, see, that's the thing.
0: The the teacher did. The principal did.
1: Yeah, he's like, you're a slacker. <laughs> yeah. But he calls him a slacker because he's like, you're spending all your time with that nutball. You know, I can't remember the, the exact Emmett, line.
0: Emmett Brown McFly.
1: Yeah. And the thing is, yeah, Emmett, Emmett Dr. Emmett, Emmett, Emmett Brown, Brown, Doc Brown. And the thing is about that, I wish, I wish there would be a little bit of story of how Marty met dark brown like how did they even become friends that's the one thing you never find out in this whole entire movie now is it in the script i don't know but if if i want to go back to um to read some some stuff uh really quickly if we go to um if you one of my favorite websites um it's called crack.com and you could go and uh, there's this article talking about seven early terrible early virgin, virgins <laughs> versions of great movies and in the original script because you could also read about that one of the early drafts is uh, I believe it, it, um, the time machine wasn't a DeLorean it was a, a freaking um, a refrigerator but they were afraid that kids would want to get into refrigerators and die so they ended up taking that away
0: I actually thought it was pretty clever, like, you know, getting the most popular vehicle in the 1980s, the most hottest car, and making it into a time travel machine. Classic.
1: Yeah, and also, too, like, I believe it's like in the original version of Marty's return trip to 1980s involving sneaking into a nuclear testing facility to use the force of a nuclear bomb to power the time machine. That would have kicked a whole lot of ass in our opinion. Oh, that was quoted on their end. So yeah, so so there's a there's a lot of stuff there like that. I know there's like a weird like whole early script, you know. I mean, it was like a darker version. I'm not gonna read you. You could go find this, but a lot of other stuff is just like you could do a lot of research reading about an IMDb. Um, but I, I don't want to give you facts or anything. I want to tell you why I love Back to the Future. Now, Renata, you've told me you love Back to the Future, correct?
0: Yeah, it's one. It's probably one. My favorite, one of my favorite movies. Probably my number two. If you want to know my number two, Back okay. To the-
1: well, I don't. I, I mean, I'm. I'm obviously I'm going to be talking a lot, but let, uh, let's hear your voice for right now. Tell us why you love Back to the Future. What about? What is it about Back to the Future? What? Where do you stand on Back to the Future? Like, what you said, it's your like number two, basically. You know, right behind Breakfast Club. You know, and already you have two '80s movies as your top films. So tell us.
0: Because it just has so it has a great storyline like an unbelievable storyline and i remember watching it when i was a kid and it just it kept you interested when you're a kid you know you like you know it's hard for a child to be really intrigued into a movie because there has to be some type of you know like plot or some type of action that makes them like jump off their seats and with me back to the future is the type of movie like i want to know what's going on it was like mystery meets action meets love story meets high school life it was a mixture of every type of genre yeah and it, it it reminded you of like a of a dream in a sense like with the music in the background like and and just like very how do I put it like it, it was it was I mean it was just very very just awesome it was it was just all over the place meaning in a good way it was just like there were so many things going on mm-hmm. and all the characters were very, like, they showed their true Like, they over-exaggerated their emotions. Like, the type of people, like, you know, just who they were. And um I'm a hopeless romantic, so it was nice to see the ending. So, I like that. So, I I gotta be honest with you. I really, I just, it's one of my favorite movies. It makes me laugh, and you catch different things every time you watch it. So, it's cool.
1: Yeah, there you go. That's true. Awesome. Well, I, I mean, I love why you love it. I mean that's the thing, like, we we want to get into our films of why we love it, you know, I don't want to give you a lot of, I mean, we'll throw out info here and there, but, uh, you know, obviously if you love Back to the Future, you probably know that for those of you who don't um, uh, but anyways, my love, why I love Back to the Future, it's just, like you said, it, it is it is a great story, like, the idea behind it comes off like you know, it, he, a, a, young, a young kid is friends with the doc, and he ends up using his machine just to get away from a bunch of Libyan terri- terrorists and he ends up traveling back in time to, you know, freaking, what was it, November 5th, 1955. He travels back the day Doc Brown bumped his head on the sink and developed the flux capacitor, the thing that makes time travel possible. And at that point, when he when he ends up traveling back, he ends up rubbing into his parents and he causes a whole freaking the space-time continuum, F's everything up. And now he has to be able to get his parents back together, you know, because at the dance, they got to dance. And if they don't, if they don't play the song, then they don't dance. And if they don't dance, they don't kiss. And if they don't kiss and I, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's all. A- <laughs> yeah. And and, and and it's awesome because it's like you have this whole, there's so much suspense. I mean, even the scene when at the end, when he, like, that's one of the best climactic scenes in a movie where All he's trying to do is get back in time. And you see Doc, the the cord, gets disconnected. Doc is hanging. And at the same time, Marty is trying to start the freaking car. But if you notice, one thing, a huge, huge, huge freaking plot hole. He says, Doc says, right when the alarm goes off, you go. You take off. And what happens? Alarm goes off, car won't start. Marty, car won't start. So imagine, imagine if his car actually started the moment the alarm went off. He would oh. he would have missed it. He would have missed this point. He would have he would have been ahead too much uh, uh, in speed, so that by the time the lightning strike, he would have missed it, and he would have never. So it was good that his car stalled. Everything happens for a reason, and that was the reason why that car stalled because the timing was off. He the car needed to stall in order for him to have enough time to get that car to turn right back on and travel back in time. But that whole scene is just awesome. There's a lot of comedy you know, like I said, there's suspense, there's no horror in it, it's not a horror movie, there's <laughs> there's, you know, there is drama, you know, he talks about his family, and but it's a great freaking movie, you know, and it could have been a way different movie, originally it was Kat, Eric Stoltz was playing the role of Marty McFly, but they felt like he was just too serious, too much of a, like, his, his acting was just, it was like, whoa, it's like, alright, we need to dial it back, we need more comedy, because he was playing it very, like, just serious, like, you know, and they ended up changing roles at that point. And what happened was they brought in, you know, freaking uh, Michael J. Fox. And I remember if you go to Universal Studio Hollywood, if you ever get like a VIP thing of it, like there's this letter where they, they email saying like, we're going to use Michael J. Fox. I know he has a schedule with Silver, I mean, the Silver Spoons, um, uh, Family Ties, but we're going to use him for a certain amount of weeks. So, yeah, so he was balancing both, but it was a great decision because... That movie just made me fall in love with the DeLorean, man. I, I That's my dream car. I, I, I know one day, I swear to God, one day I'm going to have that freaking car. I'm going to have the DeLorean. I've written in one, you know, but I'm going to have a DeLorean, man. But, yeah, Back to the Future, just a great movie. But just like every movie, they have their flaws, you know. And you know what those flaws are. I, I We've talked about this before, but <laughs> the flaws, one of the things is, like, they really just skip the fact that Biff Tannen... Was gonna rape Lorraine McFly (laughs) until freaking here comes George McFly and says, Hey, you get your damn hands off her. (laughs) And then that's what happens, door opens, he's like, I think you got the wrong car, McFly. He's like, Just step back or whatever, you know. And then that's when he's like, No, Biff. Get your damn hands off her, and then he's (laughs) like, "That's one of my
0: favorite lines in the entire movie."
1: And then he gets (laughs) up, you know, and he punches him, right? But what happens when he was there? Even he was all fondling her. Who knows what he touched, you know? And and at the at the end of the freaking movie, what do they do? You know, when when, when, uh, when they see Biff, when he tells me, like, what happened to the car? It's like it got, cra- you know, it's got total. Like, when the hell did this happen? Why am I the last to know? He's like, calm down, <laughs> calm down. There's a perfect, reasonable explanation for this. They look out, see the car? Biff is waxing in it right now. He's like and then he's like, "Oh, I'm just starting the second call right now." He's like, now, hey, "Biff."
0: No <laughs> or
1: all right, all right, all right I'm good. You know, I just finished, the first, you know, whatever. He's like, "Ah, that Biff, such a character." And what like do he's they
0: welcome back in the house? Like he's just like he's just like a friendly neighborhood friend from high school. Exactly.
1: And what do they do? They they thank him. They say if it wasn't for Biff, we would have never fallen in love. So you're basically saying if it wasn't for Biff trying to rape you, we wouldn't have gotten together? Like really? Like this guy he he tried to rape. And what did they do? They and, and they end up going to dance instead of being like, let's get the cops. This guy just just freaking sexually assaulted you. He's like, let's go dance in the you know, in the freaking what is it uh he,
0: he, he sexually harassed her many of times. I'm surprised that like she didn't say anything before, especially like in the lunchroom. Like that would that that's sexual harassment, man. Yeah. It's... Like, come on. Like, I mean, I, I don't know, maybe like I don't know, why was she so terrified? I mean, I don't understand, like, what was his obsession with Lorraine McFly— not Lorraine McFly, but Lorraine Baines. Like, I really want to know what was his so obsession with her. Like, well, they, don't, uh, they don't need to get into that story, too. Like, Well, he was a, he,
1: he, his obsession with her was he was— uh, remember, he, it was sexually because he was peeping on her. Remember that?
0: Not—when was he doing that?
1: He, remember, he was on the tree. Are you talking about George McFly? Oh, you're talking about uh Biff,
0: Biff? yeah.
1: My bad. Well, because in the time maybe she was like, you know, he was like, "This is, here's the good girl. I want to, you know, corrupt her." I mean, you know, and that's probably why he had that obsession with her. And
0: she wasn't too good. She was doing things in the car with her son. Like, oh, I know. She was smoking. She was drinking. She was like, she wanted to do bad things in the car. I mean, like, and and you know, the son just like, mom. Like he doesn't want to say mom, but like he's just literally like wants to throw up. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then she's, like, drinking, and she's like, what the hell? And it's funny, because in earlier in the movie, when she's, like, the one thing when you could always catch little things earlier in the movie, she's like, I don't like that, Jennifer. Uh, you know, he's like, I would never sit in a car with boy." Or no, she tells that to the daughter, right? And she's like, "I, you'd never catch me sitting in a car with boys, you know, this and that. And she ends up doing that, sitting in a car, drinking with a boy. Like, she was bad herself, and that's why he's, like, shocked by it, you know? But, uh, again, like... You know, George McFly comes and save the day, and then they go to where they end up dancing at the enchantment of the sea dance, you know? Yeah. And and what happens? They end up dancing to one of the greatest songs, you know, freaking Earth Angel. Remember, he's like, he's all, you're not slithered for all you ladies. And they're all dancing. And then some stupid guy comes. He's like, get out of here, George. i got to take your girls. I'll start dancing and all this.
0: Like, that was so... Like, why do they have to add that? I was like... Yeah,
1: and then he, like, pushes him. He's like, get out of here. And he pushes them.
0: Dude, that kid was a geek himself. Like, I understand I what I know! Was
1: this.
0: I was like, why? Like, she didn't even... Like, I don't know why she sat there and took it. Like, why is she sitting there dancing? She could have went, like, backed off herself. Like, why did she have to wait for George McFly to, like, you know...
1: What did she do? She's like, George! George! And then that's when Marty's, like, disappearing, and he's looking at his cheap visual effects hand, going, oh! god my hand's falling come on george what are you doing and he's like that you know the marvin berry and the starlighters they're like hey boy you're right and he's like <laughs> i can't play i can't play and there's george he's like come on and then george out of nowhere he pushes him. what did he do
0: Tuesday.
1: yeah he and gets he her
0: straight down and you don't see that guy anywhere you don't see him getting up you don't see him trying to punch like you know george in the face it's like all right
1: yeah, and then he ends up getting her and they end up kissing and then he pops up, Earth Angel, Earth Angel And then 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 and then what happens? The freaking when, when when they ask him he's like, Hey come on, play another one, he's like, Nah, I gotta go guys. He's like, Come on. He's like, Alright, he's like this is an oldie from where I'm from. <laughs> you know? <laughs> And then what is he end the plane? You know, freaking Johnny Be Good. And then that's when like now he's popular. Like, hey George, you ever think about ra- running for class president? Like, it's <laughs> so stupid just because he punched someone. Like now he's popular. Like he's all cool and they're all dancing. And I seen was cool, man. I just you know my favorite part for those of you who know Chuck Berry. You know Chuck Berry is the guy who actually wrote you know Johnny Be Good. He he was like a king of guitar back in the day but it's funny for that for those of you that Chuck don't know
0: that Chuck was from Philadelphia oh he was mm-hmm.
1: oh that's awesome and Chuck Berry freaking like I, I like that scene because he you know his it's his his cousin, and he calls to the phone, he's like, Marvin You gotta, Bar- yeah, you gotta hear this. Come on, it's, it's the newest thing. He's like, It's your cousin, Marvin Barry, you know, and then right there, he's calling Chuck Barry. He's like, You gotta hear this, you know?
0: He's like, Yo, Chuck, it's your cousin, your cousin, Marvin Barry. You know that new sound you've been looking for? Well, listen to this. And they're like, It's like crazy. But like, I think the funniest character in that entire movie, and my mom can agree on this too is George McFly.
1: Yeah. So Let McFly. me guess. You think he's cute, right?
0: No, he like he has that adorable side to him, but yes, I think he's adorable and everything, but I mean, that just is some of the stuff that he says. Like, in the beginning, she's like, but what was that, George? Bird watching? He's like, what, Lorraine? What? <laughs> 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 he gets up and he's like...
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because he gets all scared. because like, like, what were you doing anyways, George?
0: <laughs> and, then, and then the lamb He's like, ah, ah, ah. Yeah. But like, and the two other things that I like about with him is like where he's doing laundry, and they just playing, and and Marty McFly is like explaining the whole scenario where he's has to like you know mess around with his mother just to save the day. It's like you know, George, you know, girls are gonna get hostile when guys try to take advantage of them. Oh, you mean you're gonna touch her on the? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, Shaking with the brine, he's like, no, no, and then like, I love when he says, um, when he Stop tells him to go into the going to the cafe oh, to okay. talk to lorraine and he was like you know whatever george just whatever comes around he's like nothing's coming to my mind jesus george i was wondering how i was even born what <laughs> <laughs> nothing he he's
1: said. like i'm I, i'm your density what I, I mean i'm your destiny and, and then
0: it's so adorable i would go i would be like you're so adorable like for a guy, i would just like hug going like, oh my god you make so me
1: fly." I thought I told you never come in here, and it's like ah, ruined it. Damn it!
0: Like he just saying like when I have to save his life because he's a dork, you know. Like my father is a dork, you know, and it's hard to say that.
1: <laughs> and and no. that's when he tells him the curse. So he's like, "Hey, you get your Dan hands." He's like, "You think I should curse?" He's like, "Yes, damn it, George, curse!" <laughs> I love it. He's a great. It's a great curse. <laughs>
0: um, yes. God damn it, George, swear.
1: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you know those lines right there perfectly. Yeah, I mean, that's the one thing. Look at us, how much we just talking about a character. And it's a whole array of all these characters. I love Biff, how he's a moron. You know, he's like, it was like, you know, yo, make like a tree and get out of here. <laughs> but I think that was from the next film, though. I don't think he did that in the first film. Yeah, he didn't do that in the
0: He did in the first film. He's like, he grabs him by the collar at the the lunchroom. He's like, I'm gonna cut you a break. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. yeah.
0: A tree, get out of here.
1: Yeah, (laughs) and then somebody throws a paper plane the Strickling, and you know. you, you, you know what I'm talking about, right? That's my. Well, what am I? I don't know why. It has nothing to do really with the movie. That's my favorite scene for some reason. I always laugh because you see Strickland right there, and then a paper plane by, and you hear someone go, ah! and that's all you hear.
0: I <laughs> and it remember- makes part two all the time. Like I, my mom's like, "Why are you laughing?" I was like, "Because the part is so random and it's great." And then he you all hears the random like see back up yeah <laughs> you, know? you just see this the, the shot of like the empty seat where george <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my god, there's so many like awesome awesome things in that movie
1: yeah the one all right here's another thing that i never understood that they never answered okay marty mcfly is trying to warn doc he's like the night i go back you know, to, you know, 1985, That I mean, 85. Yeah, I said, okay. The time I go back, you know, there's going to be the Libyan terrorists, whatever, and they're going to attack you. So he's trying to warn him, right? Mm. Excuse me, sorry. And then what happens? Freaking, he, um, he, uh, Christ, Christ, what, what was I thinking? Oh, okay, okay. When he tries to warn him, talk like, what is this? You know I'm not supposed to know my future. And he rips the, he rips the letter, right? Yeah. Well, at the end. When when Marty's with him, he's like, "How did you know?" And then, and that's when freaking he shows him the letter. He ripped the letter.
0: How the hell did he have the letter?
1: I don't know. He, I don't
0: said, get he, it. I, he must have stuffed it in his pocket because he didn't throw it away. He probably like went and put it back in his pocket. Mm. But I don't I don't like how he says, you know, why well, I figured what the hell? Like why all of a sudden was it what the hell? Like what made you? Like did you have a few drinks one night, Doc, and you just were like, ah. Oh see what's going on here Mm. you know i mean honestly if i knew something terrible was going to happen in my future i would want to know about it you know i would want to survive this and that you know yeah but what i want to know is why like in the end like where he randomly comes up with the delorean he says marty you have to come back and be back to the future what made him go what made him figure out like like why did he like because he said he was going to go to different places in the future, and the past, and this and that. Yeah. Made him go back to Hill Valley in the year 2000, was it 2015? Yeah. Which is next year, which is pretty cool. Seriously. And, uh, and, like, you know, all of a sudden, like, just, there's so much crap and, and drama revolving around Marty's family. Like, like, you know, it was just random. Yeah. I mean, I know,
1: oh, and go on. Sorry.
0: I know, I know what I'm saying. I know it was a random part, but, I mean, like...
1: <laughs> well here's the thing if he knows about the future why travel to the future just be like you know what just on this day tell your son don't do that okay and that's it <laughs> you know like alright hey uh, one day your kids cause that's what it is he's like he's like what is it we become a bunch of assholes or something and he's like oh, no 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 Marty it's your kids something's gotta be done about your kids and then they go travel back he's like hey, ro- hey doc you're gonna have to pull back if you're gonna wanna go up to 88 miles per hour and he's like roads where we're going we don't need roads and best part car lifts up you know flies forward and what does it go boom you know and it disappears and then you hear the freaking bang you know so you hear oh i played the wrong freaking song but you know what i'm playing people (laughs) there we go boom all right anyways so yeah but the one thing is why do they need to go to the future in order to stop something that hasn't happened they could easily prevent it without having to travel to the future you know that's all it is it's like they could have easily just been like don't let your kid go to school or whatever or he could have played himself you know as his father since he looks like his father just older put some prosthetics and be like hey son you're not going anywhere today you know I don't know it was kind of dumb like there was no there was no reason for the future but anyways go on
0: no, I, you're totally right. But the one thing, actually, I just figured it out. And I've always questioned this. You know when he's sitting in the car and he's about to, he's about to get ready to go and go back to, like, 1985? He says, wait, I got a time machine. I can just go back and warm. Ten minutes I ought to do it. Ten minutes? You're in the friggin' of the middle of the mall is on the opposite side. Yeah. Um, Hill Valley. Ten minutes? I mean, you might want to make it a good two to three hours. Exactly. Like, I
1: mean, like, why ten minutes? That was so stupid. He cut it close. And that's why he got there so late.
0: Ten minutes ought to do it.
1: What a, yeah, what a bastard! And you know, here's a little cool tr- uh, tidbit trivia. Um, even though every time I always say I'm from Los Angeles, I'm actually I currently live in a city called West Covina, California, in the San Gabriel Valley. Well, close by is this mall called the Puente Hills Mall in the City of Industry. Right there is where they filmed that whole scene of Back to the Future. That our mall is famous for it because that's the, the mall. They use it so it's, it's close by. So so that's I just want to share that with our fans. So that's the one thing I have back to the future. You wanna know where my love stands with back to the future? I have the poster prints up on my wall. I have I bought four Lego Back to the Future toys. The reason why I bought four one, I'm leaving unopened, and I bought three so I could build each model of the year. I have a, I have a DeLorean. I, I am constantly daydreaming, like, one day of having my DeLorean. It's my dream car. Like, literally, that's my dream car. Everyone else is like, oh, my dream car is like a Mustang GT, blah, 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 all this and that, whatever, a Bentley, so on and so forth. Mine is like a DeLorean. I want a DeLorean, you I'm
0: know? I'm you. Like, my, my car that I want is from Greece. I want... I want the pink 1950s car like the pink ladies have, and I want to drive it. Oh, right on. Yeah, so we continue. Yeah, like, I'm just saying, like, I don't have, like, an updated car I want. I want an old-fashioned car.
1: Awesome. Well, we have a little time, so you guys are probably thinking, like, where do I stand on the trilogy of Back to the Future Part 2 and 3? Obviously, we can, you know, have an episode devoted to Back to the Future 2 and 3, on their each because we want to focus on movies but just for the episode for the sake of like you know uh adding you know some some material to the whole back to the future talk this is where i stand on my movies back to the future one obviously because it's the first film but right literally right there where sometimes i feel it could it could pass it up but it's just right below it is back to the future three and i think back to the future two is the worst of the three
0: it just, I think it's too dark. It's what? I, it's, it's too, it's dark. I feel like it's, I mean, I know like you have to somewhat put a dark just type of feel to the movie, but I feel like it was just so concentrated on bits. Like it, it was unnecessary. Part two, right? yeah part two I mean don't get me wrong it, it was it was, it was was cool I mean like I like the whole futuristic park and like you know but as soon as it started getting to like back to 1985 but the new 1985 yeah. you know uh, it, it kind of like freaked me out I was like why all of a sudden did it go so bad why how did it get so bad to this you know what I mean and well
1: you don't I'm, understand that
0: oh no I understand it because like you know Biff had so much money that he controlled yeah he police, created control- an
1: alternate timeline
0: yeah but like it was it was just very like i don't know it was just too dark
1: my issues with part two is that they relied too much on rehashing old material yeah they had a hoverboard chasing but they they basically reshot the chasing from the first film you know it's like okay what was the point of that also too a lot of the stuff from the first film again marty just happened to be there and you see all the footage so it was kind of like part one adding an extra character in the background that's all it really was that's why i didn't feel it was so original because it's like all they're doing is taking everything from the first film and including it in the second film that's why i love part three because it's such a different movie part three that takes place in the old west like they don't you know they don't rehash anything there is no chase scene like around the the town square you know like there's so much and actually i just want to throw this cool little tidbit that uh, Michael J. Fox, that scene where he's being hung, you know, and Doc saves him, that yeah. that scene he's literally choking. He almost died doing that scene. There is an issue where he's actually is truly choking in that scene. So when you watch that scene just know that he almost died because that scene is real. He's literally choking to well, why death.
0: Did, well, why, they had no like I did, think there is an
1: error. They messed up on something. I cannot oh, remember. I'm
0: surprised you didn't sue like did he did he freak out
1: i don't i don't think so i think he figured like hey you know it's uh it works for the scene i guess maybe he i think he got mad at the guy like "f you or something i can't remember where the hell i heard this story but i know it's by a credible source it may have been by by christopher lloyd on an on a uh, he was a guest on another podcast i think i think that's where i heard it but i could be wrong um but yeah so, so there's you know that's uh let me see where we're at on time all right perfect yeah so there you go ladies and gentlemen That's our talk of Back to the Future, the movie, part one. Uh, Sometime down the road, we'll be getting into part two and three. Um, We'll give them their own, you know, you know, I mean, we could easily do part two right now. It sucks. Okay, the end. (laughs) So, yeah, so, uh, you know, before we go, let's uh, let's give a tease for next week's episode. Renata, take it away.
0: Well, for next week's episode, we're not necessarily concentrated on a movie, and actually this was Sanchez's bright idea, uh, and I actually agree upon it. What we're going to do is, since my parents grew up in the 1980s, especially my father growing up in 1985, I mean, both my parents grew up in 1985, and what we're going to do is we're actually going to have a QA and they're going to be on the show, and we're actually going to get, like, real-life stories and just things that happened to them and and their, what they liked about the fashion, what they didn't like, what was their favorite movie. The music. And the music, exactly. And Sanchez is going to take it away. He's going to, like, pretty much give all the questions. I'm gonna Of course, I'm going to give some questions myself, but he's going to be the like, the Q&A guy, and I will be sitting with my parents, and it's going to be pretty funny because, like, you know, it's, like, I'm sitting next to the people that grew up in an era where I loved so many movies and so many high school, like, just, like, it revolves around a lot of high school um, cases, and it's awesome, so I can't wait for that.
1: Yeah, so there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it's the parents' episode, and it'll be my opportunity to try to see if we can embarrass Renata. Um, I'm hoping they have some... (laughs) funny stories and stuff so yeah so ladies and gentlemen uh again uh you know thanks for tuning in you know if you if you uh want to hear a show all about you know everything geeky in the world you know check a check my my other podcast i do with my little brother and one of our best friends that we do it's called the brothers bear podcast you know you can find us on itunes and that's actually going to also be featured on the pod gods network so you could find it or if you want to watch us live because we also do it live you could tune in and watch us at rantradionetwork.com watch us through the UStream stream on their through their page and you could catch the show live every monday night 7 p.m pacific 10 p.m eastern and then renata she also herself has a show called the ladies of laughter podcast so it's 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 a show where her and two of her friends all they talk about is just life experiences and and just their daily lives so yeah so ladies and gentlemen once again thank you for tuning in we had an awesome fun time on Yay. back you know being in july 3rd 1985 but it's time we get in the delorean and travel back to the future everyone, Sanch here. Make sure to check out the Brothers Bear Podcast Live, a comedy show where two brothers and their best friend talk about everything from movies, cartoons, video games, comics, TV, music, and everything else entertainment. We are live every Monday night at 7pm Pacific, 10pm Eastern, only on RantRadioNetwork.com
0: I want a Batman suit so bad I would just wear it. I know. Uh, You would just come home and I'd be like How was your day? And then I would, like, hide. And then you'd be like, where'd you go? I'd be like, I'm over here now.
1: <laughs> you'd be like, "Erica, I swear to God, it's time to make like, dinner. Stop like, it. Would,
0: would you go to the fridge and just get me the ground beef? And then I would be at the fridge and, uh, <laughs> where is it? <laughs> it's on the bottom shelf. <laughs> where is it? <laughs> and then I would hand it to you. And then you would say, wait, I didn't say thank you. And then I would I would say, never have to. Oh, God, <laughs> And then I would dip down below the counter and uh, (laughs) walk away on all fours so it looked like I just disappeared.
1: The fact that your brain has planned this all out.
0: And then at night when you came into the bedroom and I just had the cape on. (laughs) It took you so long. (laughs) And then you would laugh and I would be ashamed. (laughs) And then I would spend the night in the bathtub. (laughs) I told you how much I hate Ben Affleck. Yes, we have. Talking Rubbish with Eric and Stacy. Check us out at ericandstaceyradio.com, Stitcher, and iTunes. This
1: has been a Brothers Bear Network production.